It's time for Cyclone Insider. From the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO, Des Moines Sports Station. All right, welcome to Cyclone Insider here on 1460 KXNO. Randy Peterson and Tommy Birch are here from the Des Moines Register. We'll be here until about 6.15 tonight where we will hand it off to uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. Who do they play tonight, Sean? Tommy's Twins. The Twins tonight, Tommy. Got it. Got a prediction? Uh, sweep. Twins. No. How'd Tim no. Winston come look down there at Principal Park? I had, uh, I had uh, step away. I was doing some of uh, the sports gambling stuff uh, oh. for tomorrow's paper, but I had heard um, he did not look like uh, uh, the Tim Lincecum of old, the freak. I saw him around the park. It sounded like he signed a lot of autographs, which is nice well, because... He's a Cy Young winner. Yeah, but he not anymore. <laughs> this is true. Hey, Pete. How are you? Fantastic. How are you today? I... I'm good. We have um, Cody Goodwin from the Des Moines Register coming up in 10 minutes. And you've booked Cody because we're going to talk wrestling. Correct? Yeah, because the only, the, only, the only place I thought there would be news yesterday in Atoma was with Dresser, and Dresser wasn't there. He was recruiting in Bettendorf. Um, so he and, joined, that, and that's the tailgate, too. He hooked up with him. Of. Yeah, he hooked up with him yesterday. So I wanted to hear about Iowa State wrestling because that's where the news is right now, and he wasn't there, so I figured what the heck. Let's get Cody on, and Cody can talk wrestling because he knows more about wrestling than all of us would ever, will ever know in our lifetime. This is true. Uh, we'll get to that in about 10 minutes from now. Tommy, you said you're working on the sports gambling piece. What are you specifically interested in here? Uh, wow. We've, we've, I, we've hammered through a lot of this here on the show the yeah, last few days. I, I just kind of reached out to a lot of different people, some, some different ADs around the state. I kind of... The part that really interested me, and it wasn't pertaining really to college sports as much, is the professional side. I mean, mm -hmm. Iowa is kind of the unofficial minor league sports capital of the world. I mean, that's what talk we about, do. Talk about Iowa Cubs, Iowa Wild, Iowa Barnstormers, Des Moines Menace, uh, Cedar Rapids Colonels, everywhere there are minor league teams. And. <clears throat> I guess I was one of the first things I was kind of interested in. Are you going to be able to bet on like the Iowa Cubs or the Iowa Barnstormers? That's a really good question. It sounded like one, if there is actually an interest in it, like people are willing to throw down money, and somebody is willing to put a line. That's the on question it. I had. Then, because I'd absolutely bet on a Cubs game if I yeah. were there, but is there going to be a line? That's going to be the tough thing. Who's going to put it out? And especially when it comes to like AAA baseball, I mean, man, you've got rosters changing every day. Baseball is an extremely difficult sport to bet on already. When you're talking about a minor league team that makes so many roster moves, it's even more difficult. Now, to me, the interesting thing is the Iowa Barnstormers are now in the indoor football league. When they used to be in the Arena Football League. The Arena Football League has kind of embraced all this. You know, they there are lines and betting previews and all kinds of stuff that's out there if you want to throw down some some cash on the uh, Arena Football League. Now, to me, that kind of makes sense. You talk about, you know, some of those leagues. Yeah. That can really help generate interest in, uh, you know, would, like the Iowa Barnstormers. I would tell you, I would exponentially be more willing to go 
to an Iowa Wild game or a Barnstormer game if I knew I could put 10 bucks on it when I walked in there. Yeah, I could see stuff like the indoor football league being viable options, but um, yeah, somebody's got to be willing to, to put a line on it. Then, <laughs> Because that's where Adam Silver is going. Like yeah. He wants you to be able to bet on the NBA from sitting in the stands. Yeah, and that's kind of... And cash uh, from, out on your way out. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of my understanding in terms of where this whole betting process is going, that essentially you go to a casino like Prairie Meadows, you validate, hey, I'm 21, you you get the app on your phone, you download it, and just bet from home. You can, Or if you're at Principal Park or uh, Wells Fargo Arena or KXNO Studios. Peterson, you've been covering sports for decades did you ever like think about 25 years ago like how how was sports gambling talked about then compared to now and did you think you that we would see this day sports gambling back then was as prevalent as it is now under maybe more so under the table um you know with bookies and everything there were bookies all over des moines and i'm not saying they're not now and i i would guess there are but and maybe i just knew who they were back then but um um i guarantee they were a lot of bookies around town yeah i'm not disputing that yeah i'm Mm -hmm. not disputing that they were i so i don't think i don't think in that respect it's changed um did i expect gambling legalized gambling to be here i thought it'd be here earlier than what it is now yeah that's kind of where i was going with it yeah i mean I, i i figured it'd be here by now you know because there's so much Money being made on the black market, not that's not taxed. Yeah. Um, let's improve our might, schools. Let's yeah, let's do something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 um, you know, and and it, it's I've talked to Gary Palmer a few times since he's the head of Prairie Meadows a few times in the last couple of months. It's for Prairie Meadows and other casinos in in for other the other eighteen casinos in Iowa. It's um, also about and the entertainment aspect of it, like going out there, let's, I'm just using Prairie Meadows as an example now, going to Prairie Meadows on Selection Sunday, put your bets down, and then as you're walking out, oh, by the way, let's go, let's go play poker, or let's go, let's go um, um, play the slot machines. I talked to Gary Palmer about that yesterday. Yeah, and he so was saying I, yeah. he was saying that right now, you know, they've got tentative plans for having NCAA parties, World Series parties, all kinds of theme parties. Basically, the casino is almost already set up they're right ready to now. Go. Yeah. They're re I think they're what he had said is they're renovating uh parts of their game room right, right now and basically sense. because you can already bet on horse racing all that other stuff it's just some small stuff they got to add but it's good to go people are still going to use their bookies though i mean the the thing is the casino is not going to break your kneecap now you so. just have another option yeah are people who use bookies yeah but i don't think they'll be as prevalent possibly i don't know yeah, I, hope I, 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 I hope to, to me i'm thinking this is going to be uh the wave of betting for uh a couple of generations well and the, what i think it'll come down to this can you do it from your phone yeah absolutely be, yeah because yeah. like guys aren't going to drive from van meter out to prairie meadows to bet on tonight's nba game and you know what's going to hasten it? you know Hasten it real quickly, and it, it would not surprise. As it as it stands now, I, Iowa won't get Des Moines. 
Iowa won't get legalized gambling until, you know, sometime early next year because the session's out. But I had a very wise person tell me today that he thinks that the Illinois session is still in. Hmm. And that the way as strapped as as the state of Illinois is for money, it could be within very, very soon that the state of Illinois goes to legalize gambling. Wow. What's that mean now? That means you've got Eastern Iowa people betting money in on casinos over the, you know across the bridge. We get that across with Nebraska the over on the western side of the state. Off, yeah, but probably not as much because there's more people in the eastern side. No offense to you, western, western no, I, people, but I'm yeah, same people same from difference. Omaha go over to Council Bluffs. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So as soon as as soon as somebody sees the Iowa legislators see that. Iowans are, are now betting illegally in, in the, within the state of, of, of Illinois. Um, would, would not surprise me if they call a special session. Put your foot that on would the accelerator. Be the, that would be the only way I could see it because this is an election year. They've got a lot of things on their mind right now than, than um, calling a special session, um, but it might. Um, so we keep let's keep an eye on it in the state of Illinois. Interesting. All right, um, Cody Goodwin will join us when we come back. Uh, we're going to talk cyclone wrestling here. It's Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register on fourteen sixty KXNO. It's Cyclone Insider from the Des Moines Register and fourteen sixty KXNO. All right, on until six fifteen tonight. Then we go to Cardinals baseball. Randy Peterson, Tommy Birch in studio with me, where we will do something we haven't done for a while. We'll talk some Iowa State wrestling. Pete, as I don't know, I I'm more. On, on the casual end of this, but I am, you know, paying attention to Kevin Dresser. Seems like they've been doing very well on the recruiting trail. One of the reasons I, I, one of the things I wanted to do yesterday in Atoma was I wanted, I wanted to pull Dresser aside and talk to him about how everything's going. I mean, mm-hmm. they've got, they're way ahead of schedule. I mean, I, I talked to Jamie about that a little bit yesterday, but they're way ahead of, of schedule. So Dresser wasn't there. So, I figured, what the heck? Might as well get a hold of Cody. Cody knows more about all what's going on than Dresser does anyway. So um, let's do it. Cody Coach, Goodwin joins us. Coadster, how's it going, fellas? We're well. How are you? God, it seems like I just saw you this morning. I know. I'm peachy. I'm glad you guys want to talk some wrestling. So you know, here I am. What what's what's so, what's going good about about Iowa State wrestling right now? Lots of things are really good about them right now. They, um, you know, they've done really well on the recruiting trail, kind of what you alluded to earlier. Um, you know, they've kind of established themselves as, you know, the big school in state that's going to recruit the, you know, the in-state prospects. I mean, they, they're bringing in a haul of kids in this 2018 class that, you know, are getting ready to graduate high school. And there's a ton of Iowa kids there and not just any Iowa kids, some really good Iowa kids. Um, you know, Valley's Joel Shapiro, two-time state champ, uh, his teammate Grant Stotts, who's a four-time state medalist, three-time finalist. Uh, uh, you know, Hunter DeYoung from Sidley O'Cheaton, who is actually going to be at the uh, Junior World Team Trials this coming weekend. Um, and that doesn't even mention David Carr, who is uh, he's coming from uh, Massillon Perry in Ohio, four-time state champ out there, number three overall recruit in the country. Um, you know, son of Nate Carr, who's a three-time national champ for the Cyclones way back when. Um, Easy now. That's, that's, that's that's just the recruiting part of it, you know. They're they're doing a lot of good things there. Um, you know, their future recruiting class is already starting to take shape in 2019. Um, you know, he's really kind of cleared out the the leftovers that uh, Kevin Jackson kind of left in the cupboard, and he's kind of establishing his own room now. Kevin Dresser is, and so there's there's a lot to like about what Iowa State's doing. Still still some ways to go and some time before 
you know, we really kind of see the fruits of what they're doing. But but you got to really like what Iowa State's doing up there, Nate. Cody, I saw some, it was one of the wrestling websites, and I, I, I hate to not know which one it was off the top of my head. I was looking at the class rankings for 2018, and the one I saw, Iowa State's class was ranked like two spots ahead of Iowa. And that shocked me because I, I, I'm following these kids who are coming in, and it doesn't seem like Iowa State's beating out the, you know, the top programs in the country. Is that – I guess is that unanimous, like across the board? Do most rankings have that? And I guess, how do you view that? I mean, they're, they're, it kind of depends on who you view. I think okay. you're, you're talking about intermats because I think they have Iowa State at yes. 9 and Iowa at 11. There you go. That's uh, it. You know, I think Flow Wrestling has them flip-flopped. Okay. You know, it kind of depends on how the outlet ranks the certain wrestlers. But, I mean, this is a good recruiting class for Iowa State. It's, you know, there's, there's a lot of really nice pieces here and a lot of really good wrestlers that could end up being in the starting lineup here in a few years. For multiple years so this you know the top 10 recruiting class probably you know the consensus if you you know were to rack all the uh, outlets together cody this kind of a, a a joint question i remember when kevin dresser got introduced as the new wrestling coach at iowa state one of the things he was saying is look i want to compete with iowa i want to be iowa that's that's one of my big goals realistically i i think for a lot of people it's kind of where the conversation in terms of kind of the turnaround begins for them to really see that maybe Iowa State's kind of turned the corner and wrestling again. How far away from or are they from making that competitive duel again? Well, I think this coming year's duel, the, the 2018-19 season, I think it's uh, beginning of December. Uh, it's going to be a lot more competitive than what we saw last February um, because that was kind of a bloodbath. Um, you know, Chris, you were there. I think that was yeah, uh, it was ugly. You, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it was lopsided. You know, that's that's putting it that's putting it lightly. So you know, next year they're going to have a handful of guys that were redshirting this year that are going to be in the lineup. They're going to have a couple other guys that transferred in um, that are going to be. It's it's going to make the duel a little bit more competitive. I think Iowa still wins, um, but you know, maybe you know, two or three years away, that's going to be a really fun duel. You know, it wasn't too long ago that I think it was uh, 2008 or the 0809 season um, where you know the duel came down to I think Brent Metcalf getting a pin. Um, and Iowa won it like 18-17 or something like that. I mean, it was really close. And, you know, I don't know if the duel in a couple of years is going to be that close, but, you know, it, it's going to get more competitive as, you know, these guys that Iowa State's bringing in are going to develop and grow and eventually make their way into the lineup. So, you know, I, in terms of how competitive the duel is going to be, I mean, the, the duel in December is going to be way better than what it was in February, and then next year's is going to be even better than that. So, you know, maybe two or three years before it's a really competitive duel, it's kind of hard to forecast. Um, you know, specifics, but it, it's going to be better. It's going to get better within the next few years for sure. I can tell you that much. Cody, why is this Kevin doing a better job? It looks like right now than the previous Kevin at Iowa State. Uh, lots of things. Um, you know, one thing that uh, that Kevin Jackson was really good at was he was he was really good at developing good talent into great talent and great talent into elite talent. Looking at guys like you know Jake Varner, who he had when he first came in after Kale left. Um, a guy like Kyvin Gadsden, who's really internally motivated. Uh, Michael Moreno, who is another guy who's really internally motivated, heralded recruit coming out, went to Iowa State, stayed home. You know, he was able to get those guys on the podium. He was able to, you know, get them to do really good things. Another guy like Pat Downey, who's a natural talent who came in from Iowa Central. You know, he was kind of an undersized 97-pounder, and KJ was able to get him onto the podium, um, you know, in his one year and eight. Um, you, you know, I think one thing KJ really struggled with was turning – you know, a little bit of that, you know, that, that okay talent that has a lot of potential and having them reach that potential. I think one thing Kevin Dresser 
does really well is he delegates. Um, you know, he brought in guys like Mike Zadick, like Brett Metcalf, like Derek St. John. Um, you know, he's bringing in Nate Carr to help with the Cyclone Regional Training Center. Um, you know, a lot of those guys are really good at what they do, and Kevin Dresser said, go do it, and I'll worry about the recruiting stuff because that's what Kevin Dresser is really, really good at. You know, he's able to get a lot of these in-state kids. He's got a lot of, um, you know, out-of-state connections. I mean, their, their recruiting class for 2019 is already off to a hot start, and, you know, that cycle technically hasn't fully started or developed yet. So, you know, Kevin Dresser's out. You know, he's in the room every day. He's there with the kids, coaching them, you know, helping them develop. But, you know, he's really delegated a lot of that to Mike Zadick, who that's, you know, helping these guys on the mat, on their feet. That's kind of where he's really good at. Same with Brett Metcalf. Same with Derek St. John, who's really kind of, you know, figuring out his footing in the coaching realm. And then, you know, Dresser's able to go out and do what he does really well, and that's, you know, recruit, talk to these kids, get them on campus and kind of see what, what's going on here and what they've got going on in Ames. And, you know, so far it's worked out really well. It kind of remains to be seen what the results ultimately will be on the mat. Um, but, you know, if it's anything like it was this past season, I mean, the team that Iowa State rolled out in late January would have smashed the team that they rolled out in late November. That's a good um, way. That's progress. Yeah, that's a that... lot of progress that they made, and they're only going to get better because they're going to have better talent in the room to be able to develop and and ultimately roll out. That was interesting what you said just there. Can an Iowa State finish in the top five of the NCAA? Top, let's go top three of the NCAA with a roster of mostly Iowa high school kids. Um. That's a tough question. I mean, it kind of depends on who the Iowa kids are and, yeah, you know, okay. if they can get them. You know, the Iowa's, you know, I think we were talking earlier, Randy, when it comes to wrestling recruiting, you know, the, the, the where the hot recruits are around the country, there's kind of an ebb yeah. and flow. And, you know, right now, Iowa's probably always good for anywhere from 15 to 20 Division One kids a year. Um, but right now, all the hot recruits are coming out of Pennsylvania and Ohio and New Jersey and, you know, kind of that Northeast uh, America spot. You know, that's just kind of where they are right now. Um, you know, and you can see kind of Kevin Dresser going in and, you know, they're bringing in David Carr from Ohio. They have a commitment um, for 2019 named Chris Foka at a Virgin Catholic in uh, in New Jersey. You know, they're looking at a couple of different kids, um, you know, bringing them in for visits. I know they brought in a really um, highly touted heavyweight, Colton Schultz out of Colorado. He's the number one ranked heavyweight returning this next year, and he's only going to be a junior. Um, so, you know, they're looking at some of these, you know, talented kids that, you know, maybe aren't in Iowa, but at the same time, they're still recruiting Iowa. They, a guy they were able to get to flip last week, Aiden Reeves, I'm really high on. I think he's going to be really good. Um, you know, right now, I think he's number 51 nationally, depending on what outlet you look like, pound-for-pound pound wrestler. But he's going to be a career 25-pounder. He's scrappy. He's talented. Um, so, you know, can, can they finish – can they get? Can they win a trophy with a predominantly Iowa lineup? I mean, it kind of depends on, you know, who the kids are and kind of when they come through. Can they assemble the right team, you know, of Iowa talent? You know, maybe right now they've shown that they can get Iowa talent in the room. Now they just got to get, you know, the right Iowa talent in the room to be able to fill out the lineup. Got about 30 seconds. Real quick, Cody, what's next for Kyvin? Uh, he's got the world team trials coming up this weekend, and if he's able to get through, he'll uh, work his way to final X, which is the uh, the final step to making the world team. But unfortunately, at his weight, he's got to get through Kyle Snyder, who's a, who's a generational talent, two-time world champ, Olympic champ already, and he's only 23. Thanks, Cody. Appreciate your time tonight, man. It's interesting stuff. Thanks for having me, guys. Love right, talking wrestling. Yep, Cody Goodwin, wrestling reporter for the Des Moines Register. All right, we're back for about another 15 minutes before we throw it to the Cardinals. Uh, we'll talk about more of Randy's um, time with the tailgate tour yesterday, uh, the sports gambling news. A lot to talk about here, believe it or not, in the middle of May. More fanatics slash Cyclone Insider after this here on 1460 KXNL.
It's Cyclone Insider from the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Got about 10, 15 minutes here before we've got to go back to the St. Louis Cardinals. Cody could have just taken us through the entire home stretch. He was he was just warming up too. Cody is still talking about wrestling. <laughs> he he thinks we're still there. You know what I love about Cody? Cause Cody's passion for wrestling is like mine of like NASCAR. It's and it's a niche thing, but like the people who care about those sports, they care so much, and they're the most loyal. Like our our friends at Knoxville, we do a lot of yeah. stuff with the Knoxville Raceway here. In the amount, they're the kindest like tweeters we every time we do anything with knoxville we have they're happy they're getting covered oh, yeah and they're so nice about it it's great uh, so thanks to cody for doing that 515-284-5966 the big hot topic in the state of iowa and really the entire country the last day it's been the sports gambling and pete wrote a column about that and we actually have troy uh who's called in right now because he's got a question for you randy uh, Troy, uh, one of our one of my favorite callers of ours. Troy, welcome to the show tonight. How are you on this fine Tuesday? Thanks, guys. Um, really appreciate the show. And Randy, your column's been so awesome lately. Uh, very innovative. Always like to follow your work. Thank you. I, what was your initial thought when you um, heard about the sports betting? My initial thought was Cyhawks going to be ratcheted up to another level if this happens in the state. Yeah, I, 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 that was one of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's, <laughs> that's I, funny. I, I think you're right. I'm sorry though. You probably won't get to vote on it. Vote on it, Jesus. You won't get to bet on it until t- t- the 2019 game, um, unless you talk to your legislator, state legislators, and or you just do it illegally, or you just do it illegally. But let's just talk like, legally, like most people are already. Doing. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you guys. Yeah, I, I think that will add a just lot. Go of, through Chris's bookie. That will. Add, I don't have one, Tommy. <laughs> That will add a lot of a lot of uh, interest to the game, you know. And and only so many people can go to that game each year. What's going to be fun is, and I'm not volunteering to do it, but but somebody um, do a somebody go out and chronicle a day at Prairie Meadows or wherever wherever they have the sports book, um, you know, for uh, on the Cyhawk Day, and just just sit there and watch watch the game with with people because those. Sports books will be. That's one of the days it will be packed. Um, is is for the Cyhawk game. So. Well, that was a good point. I thought regarding you know recently we had uh, the Kentucky Derby, which that's right. always a huge event, just a, an absolute event. And imagine Iowa and Iowa State fans gathering at a venue like that. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, they need extra security. Yeah. But what are you thinking? Um, and you've got the year that the president out there. They're going to yeah. have to expand. Well, I don't know if they'll expand or not, but they've their sportsbook area. They're mean. already they're already under construction right now. They're doing some work to their game room. To, um, from my understanding, what I was told yesterday is there's already work being done uh, to that game room where essentially the the work that's being done is is kind of preparing for when this day inevitably comes to Iowa. So. There, there are preparations being underway to okay. kind of get ready for that part of it. I love to go out and bet on the ponies. And yeah, you, and you go out there at any decent event, like the Preakness coming up this weekend, or the sure. And you know the the up there on the fourth floor with all the TVs, it's 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 pretty snug. So if you get a good crowd, like they're gonna ha- they're gonna have to. Explain. Yeah, and see, and Pete probably can vouch for this too. What I kind of envision happening is, I'm guessing that first year. 
there's going to be just a massive wave of people that just want to show up and gamble, be on site. I would agree. But then after that, people are not going to want to go to the casino to place their bets on the Iowa State game. They're going to want to do it from home. So it's it's kind of going to be a novelty thing, I think, going out to the casino, almost nostalgic type thing to, to place that bet. underestimating <clears throat> people's appetite to bet on sports. I no, did, but I'm it, saying yeah. I think once the app comes, I think they oh, will continue yeah. betting on it. Yeah. But Just not go there. Yeah, I think that first year, maybe that set first two years, people are going to want to go there to do it. But after then, they're just going to want to do it from their home. It's going to be more convenient. Possibly. But, yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, but And I'm not one of these people, but I've heard – that because I don't I, when I watch a game on TV I don't want to go to a sports bar I want to watch it by myself but there are massive masses and masses of people that like to watch games in sports bars so I would yeah. think that 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 with all the big screen TVs and everything going that they'll have at Prairie Meadows for in the sports book that I would think that that Cyhawk game would be a for the big record ticket. I'm with you I like to just sit at myself yeah I, I can't don't stand to watch people. game with people. But I mean, people look at, look at oh, how ridiculous. people people are already staying at home in big numbers to watch games. They don't want to deal with one uh, getting up to a game, dealing with prices, tickets, um, you know, cost for hot dogs, food, booze, stuff like that. If they don't want to get off their couch to go watch the game in person, they aren't going to want to get off the couch You're right. to go gamble. On that this sporting is, event, too. This is what's so great for the casinos, though. Yeah. Because now they're going to be making money, and they don't even have to get people in the door. Exactly. I mean, and they'll still have mine. people, and people coming still, through the door. Yeah, but in the but then, like, you, if I want to go play the slots, I've got to walk in there. Yeah, exactly. Well, a couple other questions. But won't it also be a game changer at your local pub like your good sons? Or will there be fantasy leagues where they can bat now? Sure. I mean, to me, that's going to be the interesting stuff when it comes to kind of that fancy angle, um, too. Yeah. I, I mean, right now, we don't know. I mean, it's still so early. I mean, right now, I don't even know if a bill has, I guess, been drawn up. It to, has. To, I guess, is it completed, though? It's Heifel drew up a bill. Yeah. Then they've got, it's, it's, a, it's drawn up. I mean, it's a study bill or whatever they call yeah. that thing. It's, it's drawn up. They had it ready to go, but, um, the legislators didn't want to take action on it until the Supreme Court took action on it, which now has left the state of Iowa in the, behind the eight ball. Randy, I got another quick question. Remember when gambling first started, how they tried to monitor spending? They gave you those tickets. It'd be interesting to chronicle the changes, too. Great show. Oh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Thank, thanks, Troy. Uh, 515-284-5966. Bruce, welcome to the program. What's going on, man? Hey, I don't. Here's what I wonder: Why can't they just let the the entrepreneurs that are sole proprietors that are bookies now <laughs> entrepreneur? Legal, I like that. Why can't they just be legal? Because a good bookie pays his taxes; he doesn't take that risk, and so they pay their taxes. And you don't have to worry about whether you're doing it online or whether you're going to Prairie Meadows. You know, he's just somebody that you see, you know, and you do your betting. You really don't even have Why to see can't him. they just do that? That it would be so, they should allow that. They should be so simple. Why do you need a big behemoth 
like Prairie Meadows to do a simple thing like place a bet on a sports. Well, well I, I think right now it's not, I mean, unless you know a bookie or you've got somebody that you know that you can go through, Bruce, one that's a trusted source that you can go through. Bruce, I would throw this back at you and ask it to you this way. Why would you want the, uh, you know, the black market or whatever to be reaping all the, the, the financial rewards that could be going to our state to improve our schools, our roads, our health care? <laughs> Because I said a good bookie pays taxes. How, is that a majority? Well, I don't know anything about the bookies I anymore. Would, is I that a majority a or a minority? A, a good bookie pays taxes. How many, a, how many good bookies are out there? Do, I would tell the you. The worst if, thing you can do as a bookie is get the feds or the state after you for not paying taxes. Yeah, but if you're also a good you bookie, you you're not. Them. If you are a good bookie, you're probably not going to have too many tells to get the state after you. Well, how, I, what, what percentage of the bookies in the state of Iowa would you say are good bookies? I wouldn't have any idea. Well, I'll tell you. I I, I know one. Okay, well, that's not a great that's, representation, yeah. Bruce. I, I'd rather know, have it regulated. I another one I got stiffed by. Well, <laughs> he we'll wasn't see. a good one then. There, you, so you already 50, know, too. You're 50-50. That's not a good ask. 50% of the, the bookies that I want Bruce the knows to, I want the state to regulate it, and I want the athletes to be paid for it. Yeah, I mean, All right. thanks, well, Bruce. I, just, I, guess it wasn't, I guess it wasn't a point without... It's okay. Uh, spot. Did you really expect to get to get to get to carte blanche and what you're saying from us? <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, okay. Bruce. I don't Always... know. I just wondered what you thought. All Always right. good to hear from you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. I my, here's my deal. Uh, this is sports radio, but I I feel the same way with marijuana. There's guys smoking weed all over the place out there. Let them buy it. Let's tax the hell out of it, and let's build better schools and help our healthcare system. It's so you want no... prostitution too? Legalized prostitution? No. Okay. Because that is not a victimless crime. Perfect. There's a difference between that and what we're talking about with Perfect. the sports betting and with the marijuana. That's the answer I wanted to hear. Yes. And, the boy, that'll spur a debate. I'm just waiting for the tweets on that now. But the, the, the overwhelming point is it's happening. Let's benefit. Let's all benefit from it. And it's this is, this is, this is a no-brainer of no-brainers. That's why the Supreme Court, a very conservative Supreme right. Court voted six to three on it yesterday. And I mean, all the projections I've seen, I did a little reading on this last night, but I think you guys have done actual harder research than I have. They're guessing like 40 to 45 states will have legal sports gambling in what, five years? Yeah, I might That's be sooner than that. Yeah. yeah. Two to five years is. The- I mean, there are some states right now, West Virginia, uh, one of them that's ready to go. I mean, th- that's absolutely ready to go now. So, and, and so, I mean, they may just, it's, they're going. I mean, there were some states that that had that had, that had already passed it a contingency um, that for when the Supreme Court allowed it, the states would be ready to go. And at one point, that's what I was told the state of Iowa was going to do, but they didn't. Um, so that's why we don't have it now. We're going to have to wait till January or February or or whatever. This, this, unless there's a special session if people get frustrated that when Illinois goes and there's too much money going across the river yeah uh, and that that'll happen but it'll be it'll be short term again my my right. comparison we're, we're lucky because Nebraska is so conservative in their situation over there I I mean they look like one of the few states that's not going to allow it and they'll be then we'll take their money we will be taking the money from the folks in Omaha who are crossing the border to go over to Council Bluffs gladly take their money we will cash in on that in a big way yes thank you very much for that um let's uh well we gotta we gotta settle up here because we've got to go to the St. Louis Cardinals um 
coming up here. They're they're taking on the Minnesota Twins. Anything? What are you thinking about Wigginton? I know we got a few minutes. I mean, left. I feel like it's going to be a twelfth hour decision. Yeah, twelfth hour. hour. I agree. Yeah. It might be twelfth hour. Yeah. You're right. But I, I my guess is he'll come back. But yeah. um, I don't think that we'll know. I think May thirtieth the deadline. May thirtieth. May twenty eighth. May twenty ninth. Thirtieth. Thirtieth. You think it'll be the thirtieth? Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hopefully it's before that. But yeah. uh, I don't know. It's it's. I asked from yesterday how his workouts with the Hawks and with the Lakers went and you know and and Steve said all the right stuff I know and they probably did go well um but it's just a matter of and I didn't get this from Steve this was from a uh, an NBA executive that I know who I talk to quite often it's it's when these guys go to these workouts are they going to work out for the team or are they going as practice fodder for a star for a much better player doesn't matter i mean you're uh, especially for a guy like lindell wigginton when odds are you're coming back to college the most important thing you can do right now is get your name out there get yourself out in front of people and show them who you are so that next time where you really got put on the show you really got to make an impression they at least know who you are yeah and they get invited to the combine next year Gentlemen, thank you for your time. It was a fun and quick show tonight. We are going to head to the St. Louis Cardinals radio network where Mike Shannon and John Rooney will have the call up in Minnesota. Cardinals taking on the Twins. It's coming up next. Thanks for listening to Fanatics today. Cyclone Insider will be back tomorrow at 4. Morning rush, bright and early at 6 a.m. tomorrow. So long.